Welcome to Trash Talk, special edition of Hive Mind, weekly podcast from the Beehive about the latest and greatest in pop culture. I am Meg Walter. I am on Zoom with Irene Stone. COVID is bad here in Utah, so we opted for Zoom this week to talk about this latest episode of The Bachelorette. Irene, how's it going? I mean... Bachelorette, you know, and just bringing us hours of entertainment. I mean, at least we have the Bachelorette right now. <laughs> yeah, it's something. It's, it's something we can something. hold on to. <laughs> um, so the first time this aired, it was Thursday night. Uh, I was a little preoccupied refreshing the same website on my phone over and over. Yeah. I missed a lot. Rewatched it today. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. There is okay. a lot to dig into here. Yeah, I also was very distracted when I first tried watching it, and then I ended up falling asleep before it was even over. So I restarted it, I think it was last night, and I watched the whole thing through. And I just, in my notes, it just is me, like, just writing down direct quotes of what people are saying. Like, there aren't even jokes. There aren't even jokes that go along with this episode, because everything they say just speaks for itself. There was, like, do you remember when Sarah Palin was running for vice president? And, um, there was like an interview she did on some, I don't know if it was 60 minutes or some sort of interview she did. And that next weekend on SNL, Tina Fey just literally said the same exact thing. Didn't change anything. Didn't add any jokes. She said the same exact thing in the interview that Sarah Palin said. And it was like the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. And that is what this episode is. There's like like the people these things are the the things these people are saying is are just absolutely i don't know what the right descriptor is even like insane crazy beyond parody <laughs> yes exactly are you even listening to what you are saying to each other like i can't even believe it so all right let's we start off on this episode let, let's take it from the top um so end of last episode she hadn't given a rose to anybody at the end of the group date. Uh, right. The group date that was the roast of Dale, essentially, and they oh had gosh, all yeah. ripped on Dale, and she's like, that's my fiancé, don't you dare. <laughs> and then she refused to give a rose to anyone because the only person she was thinking about was Dale. So uh, at the top of this episode, Chris Harrison invites himself into her room. Okay, this part I did not catch until the second watch, but I don't know if you know, but she's like, oh, Chris, I wasn't expecting you. Yeah. Yeah, she seems She like, wasn't expecting him. She seems really caught off guard. So per our discussion last week, is Claire choosing to leave or was Claire pushed out? I am very much on the side of Claire was pushed out after yeah. seeing Yeah, I mean, this. I'm not quite sure what her plan would have been if Chris hadn't come in and been like, really pushed her to this conclusion. Like, right, she is the one that said, okay, actually, I'm done. But she's not the one that initiated that conversation. Chris Harrison came in and was like, and from what I think, I don't know if you heard Mike Mills on, I think he was on Nick Vial's Vial's, um, podcast. No, I can't do Nick's podcast. The the people he hosts (laughs) it with, I I made it one episode and it was too much. So Mike Mills was on and he's, what do we call him? The show runner or he's, he's like an executive for He's the suit. So he, yeah. And so he was saying, as soon as Claire said, like, I'm giving this rose to myself, they basically knew it was over. So they got Tasha in real quick. (laughs) I forgot she did. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I don't remember actually at what point that was, but it's fairly early on. And yeah. was it was it during that last date? It was, know. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So I don't know how much time had passed. Maybe I mean, because then it doesn't seem like they would have that much time to bring Tasha in quarantine. But the point is, is like they knew it was a sinking ship, and so they, even though Claire came to the conclusion herself, they definitely were like, "This is not working out. You are bad at this." Yeah, really bad at this. Mm-hmm. So Chris Harrison comes in, he takes her by surprise, and she does this little, he's like, hey, mind if I sit down? She's like, <laughs> she has this little <laughs> laugh that she does that's like very much a tell that she's nervous. She's like, yeah, okay. And he's like, okay, so these guys, they're kind of noticing that you're not into any of them. <laughs> except like, these guys the are one. Dumb. Yeah. And I, like you said, like, I don't know what her plan was like to keep going and just ignore the rest of them and focus on Claire but Chris Harrison essentially urges her to quit yeah what's hilarious too is he gets real candid here and he goes when he's asking her like did you guys did you guys met talk at all before the season and he goes don't f with me Claire like he, they <laughs> bleeped out the f word for Chris Harrison which I thought was pretty amazing (laughs) it was really amazing um and so they're like okay how about this we cancel can you hear me Mm -hmm. did that sound scratchy to you no you hear that okay it's weird uh let's cancel the cocktail party let's cancel the rose ceremony you just go spend time with claire or with dale uh so she plans she gets ready for that uh chris harrison i think it's weird I think it is weird, though, that he's like, okay, Claire, well, what do you want to do? And for me, I'd be like, I mean, I don't know, Chris, what should I do? Should I keep going on dates? And she just goes, I just want to spend time with Dale. And it's like, what world are you living in, Claire? Like, I don't know. It's so ridiculous. Okay, but yeah, so she's like, I just want to spend time with him. And so she says this process is over, right? Is that when she says this or is that later? No, that's then. And she's like, process is over. I'm done. Yeah, which is quite the claim. Like, do we even know if they've spent time in a fantasy suite together? We like we don't. There's suspicion that on that last episode, oh they got, yeah, right, they got a little down and dirty, but we don't know if that has happened yet. Right. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, so I always think about this. When Brooks was on, he told me that he spent like total time. This is before just fantasy suites, and he got to the very end, right? He left yeah. right before Fantasy Suites. And he said, total time, maybe 48 hours. And that included group dates, one-on-ones, whatever. She's known this person at this point for 12 days. She spent, what, like 90 minutes with this guy? And she's if like, that. I love him. <laughs> if that. They did spend two hours making out in a room. Right. At least 45 minutes, by any means. At least 45 minutes. So she gets ready for that. Chris Harrison has to tell the other guys what's happening, that uh, there's not going to be a cocktail party. There's not going to be a rose ceremony. The real standout to me was Blake, the Canadian, who kept getting upset and saying about, but he says a boot, and it's so distracting. (laughs) He he doesn't know anything about him. (laughs) (laughs) He's just very distracting. I cannot watch him and, like, not be mad. He just, like, triggers something in me. Yeah, yeah, especially... seen that... Have you seen that meme with him next to the Madagascar lion? Or maybe the beehive posted. I don't know. But he looks like the lion from Madagascar. That jaw is just like jutting out 
so bad. The ben Stiller lion. <laughs> he's not, yes. He's not even a human to me. He's pretty bad. Okay, but he's wait, bad. this, wait, so, okay, so Kristen tells the guys that there's no cocktail party, and then, but wait, so Claire actually has a one-on-one with Dale. What's his name? Dale. Before yeah. she goes and breaks up with the guys. Yeah, so this is like, these guys have to just sit around and stew all night, knowing oh, that right. Claire okay, is yeah. with Dale, knowing that Claire is going to smash with Dale after they have this one-on-one time together. So Claire puts on this awful dress, oh awful, gosh, awful dresses. red dress. Every dress is so bad. Why does it's got like have so many sparkles? It, and yeah, and like the cleavage has like tool oh. poking yes. out. Oh my yes. gosh, it is heinous. It's like a 1995 Barbie. Yes, what? where does she even get these dresses? I don't know, I don't know. It's, it's shocking, it's so bad. So she takes him to dinner, I guess, in the middle of La Quinta. And yeah, that conversation was weird, where she was like, I found this place. I think it's haunted. <laughs> she said that was very weird. La Quinta they were so the ghost. It was, it was unbearable. So they sit okay, down. So- she starts spilling her guts about how much she loves him and his face. I've never seen a man look less in love than Dale he did. He had this. Okay, this is, I know, same. He just had a look of pure fear on his yes. face. He just was frightened out of his mind. He just was like, he didn't even say anything for so long. He just is nodding and like, oh my gosh, what have I gotten myself into? Oh my gosh, she's going to probably kill me. Like, she's a serial, is she a serial killer? What's happening? What, like, he just looked totally, completely frightened. And then you could tell, like, at one point he was like, Dale, fix your face, fix your face. Like, he starts to, like, (laughs) smile, like, kind of, like, realizing he's on camera because before that he had been so sullen. And she says, I'm I'm in love with you. And what he says is, uh, oh, well, what he says is that he, his heart is open. Not I love you too, but, like. not, yeah. Okay, hold on. She says. There was something that made truly made me LOL, and and she goes, oh oh oh. She's explaining. She's like, I just needed this one on one time with you because I realized at that group date I couldn't give away a rose because I just just all I could think about was you. And his response was, um, tell me about your parents. <laughs> How would like if someone is pre like confessing they loved you I love I like you so much I, I can't even look at these other guys oh tell me about your parents that was the weirdest response that is it not a awful. response of a guy who is into you the secondhand embarrassment I felt for Claire was enough to make me want to crawl under the table and cry <laughs> oh my gosh it was so horrible okay so then yeah she's like wait okay, wait I'm wait falling in love with you oh, before wait. we move on we have to talk about her parents who are named James and Lily Okay, I was wondering, is this a Harry, is this the same as in Harry Potter? Yeah, so did she just make that up? (laughs) Does she think she's Harry Potter? Is this real? I was was wondering, because I am very not familiar with Harry Potter, but I was like, wait a second, that seems really weird. I think she made it up. And also, like, nobody said it. Nobody said anything. (laughs) I was like, maybe it's not, maybe I'm wrong, because wouldn't you say, like, wait, 
You mean from the really famous movies and the seven giant books? That the the books about? that are, yeah. like every human has read. Um, <laughs> they also like bond because both their parents hitchhiked at one point. That's yeah, like the one thing they have in common. This conversation is so weird. She is like, it is shocking to me that she is just like so stupid. That's really like what it came down to for me. I was like, Claire is like, keeps telling us like, if you know, you know, if I've lived so long that I'm like, I know exactly what I want. But it's like, what do you actually know about this guy? Like his Instagram? That's literally all she knows. Yeah. Also, you know what you want, but do you know what he wants? Because you haven't asked. I mean, he clearly doesn't know what he wants because I, I, I wrote down everything he said and it doesn't make any sense. So <laughs> my heart is open and I'm not going to fight that as a direct quote <laughs> of what he says to her. And he I'm not going to fight kept, that. He also kept adding, I'm falling in love with you with this process. I'm falling in love with you through this process. <laughs> Which just like, are you falling? What does that even mean? Why put a modifier on that? It's like, I'm, I think I'm falling in love with you, but we are stuck in a La Quinta and we have, we've been like quarantined for months. And so maybe I'm just really horny. And you it's, have- I'm falling in love with you through Stockholm syndrome is really what it is. <laughs> oh so my gosh. That's bad. They end dinner and then they go to another part of La Quinta in and Suites oh where gosh. Chris and Brie from uh, Listen Man. to Your Heart. <laughs> Remember Chris and Brie? Oh my Brie. gosh. I have, some, Brie. I have some weird dirt that if we want to edit this out, we can. But nope, I, tell me. There's, I follow a girl who is friends with her and I know this girl. It's like a, a sister of a friend or something anyway. And I stopped following her because she's very, like, seems like a QAnon. She flirts with, like, QAnon. Let's just say Okay. All right. And so while Black Lives Matter was happening, she, like, put a very explicit post about how all lives matter. And Brie did or? commented. Okay. No, this girl that I know. And Brie commented on this post and was like, yeah, girl. And I was like, um, I don't think you should Oh. It made me feel very uncomfortable. I, I hate that. that out, but I don't it know. It was very uncomfortable. I was like, oh. "Oh my god!" I think I screenshot it and meant to send it to you, but I never did. Um, also, Becca, you know, Bachelorette Becca broke up with Garrett, and the rumor oh, yeah. is because that guy oh, yeah. has some problematic opinions. I mean, yeah, he sucked. He sucked. Okay, so Chris and Brie, that was fun. Yeah, and so then yeah, and they. Then they- they have a fantasy suite. Well, yeah, they, they like make out during the song. She keeps doing this weird thing where they kiss and she pulls back and she like sticks out her tongue at him. It's, well, it was ah! cool. Ugh. I hated it. I hated it so much. And then she leads him back to the room and they have a fantasy suite. This morning after scene is like so uncomfortable. I don't know why it's so different from the other fantasy suites, but it is horrible to watch. Well, she's like, oh my gosh, so now what? What? What's next? What do yeah, we do? And he's truly laying there, like never opening his eyes. It looks like he's trying to like trans- teleport into a different place. He's like, yes. this is not happening. This is not happening. And he's, and she, yeah, she goes, okay, so what are you thinking about? And he's like, or no, she's like, so what's our next step? And he's like, uh, I guess I haven't thought about it. And she's like, okay, well, think about it. 
<laughs> and she, he's like, well, I mean, uh, that's a, this is what she, he says. He says, that's a good question. <laughs> he is, he's like trying to get out of this so bad, but he's too far in. Claire is clearly like not letting him go. She's got him. Is Claire, is she just really bad at signals? Um, yeah, I think she is, yes. It's, she's she's very so self-absorbed that she just can't process other people's emotions. Yeah, I, I really don't know what it is. I think it's like she built this guy so much in her mind that it's like, okay, he's the one. And he shows like the slightest bit of interest and she just assumes he's like reciprocating every emotion that she feels. I really don't know. Because clearly she's not listening to anything he's saying. He's like giving away some big, I don't know, red flags I guess in terms oh, of yeah. like a committed relationship and he just she just doesn't she she's kissing him with morning breath that's all I have to say morning yes. breath kisses are truly the worst thing that happened on television and they were doing it and I wanted to die yeah so she clearly is like very into him to, to let that just happen yeah is he is he he's not into it though that's the thing I'm so like I just want to shake her He's probably just like a really nice guy who wants to increase his Instagram followers by a lot. And this is, this is really like all he has come for. He doesn't have a job, right? Like this is his job is to be on Instagram. And I think, I think when I was watching, I think it was when I was watching, what was that show where they were like, um, in a pod in the beginning, didn't you and I talk about this? They're in the pod, and then they had to, like, decide who are they going to get engaged to, and then they, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. came out yeah. of the pod on oh, Netflix. Love is Blind. Whatever that show was. Love is Blind. Okay. I really felt like that show was, like, oh, uh, the American dream now is, like, just people trying to go on reality television. The American dream is no longer, let's go to college and let's get a job. It's, like, can I get on reality TV and get sponsored by Tommy T? Because or become this is how president, I'm make money in this world. Yeah. Yes, truly. Yeah. If you so if you anyway, can get on reality TV, you can be president. I mean, yeah. And so I mean, I don't know. He doesn't seem that disingenuous, I guess. But I do think, like, at some point, he's gonna like realize that this is absolutely not a good idea. Well, I don't. Well, maybe I not. Don't, I hope I don't. I'm wrong. I don't think he's not into her. I think he's into her the any the way anyone's into anyone after 12 days. He, there's right. just no way to match her level of commitment here because it's psychopathic. Like there's just <laughs> no sane human would feel that way after 12 days. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean I sh- I do think she has like a moment of that realization at like a little bit later on after yeah. she tells the guys but we can talk about her breaking up these guys first Let's. this was very weird it was a lot so she sends dale away she puts on these like evening strappy heels with jeans in the morning it was it was not a good look. <laughs> i did not notice that but that's oh, it was not good um first she talks to chris harrison who's like so how'd it go and she's telling oh, him all about it and he says, did you tell him that you love him? And she says, yeah. And then she says, guess what? He didn't run away. He didn't run away. <laughs> <laughs> I know. This is her baseline. 
<laughs> that bar is so low. Rewind that and watch that like five times because I'm like, wait, did that really just happen? Chris is like, oh, you told you're so you're in love with him and he just doesn't run away. Like, yeah, that's that's acceptable. Yeah, and poor Chris is trying to like also be excited. He can clearly see that this thing is doomed for the crapper. Oh my uh, <laughs> he says, "So does he? Does he love you?" And she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and he's like, "He said that." And she's like, "Yeah." Like kind of skirts it, kind of doesn't answer the question. Real tough, real tough look. From there, she has to go yeah. break up with all the other men, right? Who are gathered around a sectional in someone's La Quinta Inn and Suites room. <laughs> and uh, this is also where we find out where that Blake guy bought a book about dementia. Oh my gosh. To like, which I know, I guess people think that's really sweet, and I just like could not stop laughing about that. I like, don't think oh, it's really sweet. I think, <laughs> I think it's evidence of a man doing the bare minimum and because he's done the bare minimum <laughs> thinks he, he deserves, like, deserves everything in yes. return, you yes. know? Yes, I completely so, agree. I do feel bad for the guy who literally did a therapy date with Claire and like told her all these very vulnerable things and she's like, see you later. Uh-huh. Bye. Uh-huh. He seemed um, to have the hardest time of anyone except maybe Blake yeah I agree I also okay so who was the guy who's the boy band manager Kenny because I kind of liked him in this episode Kenny that's his name yeah and he has the tattoos and the tank top yeah I kind of liked him because he was like are you gonna apologize like I think you should apologize to us so let's let's back up a little okay Cause she walks in and she's like, Hey, you're all such great guys. I just need to come clean and tell you that I found my person. And that person is Dale. Thank you so much for taking your time out of your lives to come do this. And that's when Kenny's like, um, but okay. So are you going to say you're sorry? And then she gets defensive and is like, why should I apologize? This, I was like, this is freaking Donald Trump right here. Yeah. This is like, why would I ever apologize for this? Like, she will take no responsibility for this. And I hate her response because she goes, and so he's like, I don't know. We all quarantined. We all came here thinking we'd get a fair shot. And now, like, we all have to, like, now it's over. And so that's not fair. It's like, okay, well, I'll apologize for wasting your time. And I'll apologize for, what else do you say? She um, says, I apologize yeah. if I wasted your time. I apologize Yeah, and she says it if. in the, I, I will. And it's like, that's not an apology. She's saying, oh, I, I'll do that in the future if she's done that. Well, she has, like, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. So she really avoids the apology, which is, like, very, like, childish behavior. Just, like, say you're sorry. No, it's very politician. It's very Mike Lee hopping on Facebook telling us he's oh, sorry for. So annoying blasphemy but she Um, didn't even say sorry that's the thing it's like she avoided the entire thing yeah Uh, it made me really mad disappointing she walks out that's when blake is like man i bought a book about dementia (laughs) (laughs) i read a book damn it (laughs) clearly i was gonna get married because i cared enough to buy a book about dementia Oh my um, gosh. She's sucks. a little sad after that interaction. Whatever. Love has always been hard for me, she says. And I'm like, Claire, I think part of that might be on you because this you're kind of a lot. 
um, you kind of seem yeah. to bull in a china shop your way through relationships uh, from what we can so see Chris, the sense of this. And then Chris sits down with Dale. Yep. And he's like, how do you feel? And in this moment, I expect him to say, oh, I'm just so in love with Claire. I'm so excited to keep this going. I love that she told me how she feels. He goes, uh, I feel relaxed, not stressed. <laughs> His responses to these things, I'm like, this guy, I don't know what's not going stressed. on in mind. <laughs> it's been a, uh, and then Chris is like, well, Claire broke up with everyone. And he's like, oh, I'm real right now. Yeah. I don't know. It just... And then he says, there are no more steps. Claire is waiting <laughs> for you. Claire is waiting for an engagement. And Dale... I was surprised by this. Like, but I, it makes sense because this is the TV show we've been watching for so long. But I didn't realize they were going to be like, okay, well, you find your guy. So he has to propose to you. Like, I was like, oh, I guess that makes sense in this universe. But like, wow, that's, that's a big jump. Yeah, it's a lot. And you can tell on Dell's face that it's a lot. Yep. Uh, Chris Harrison FaceTimes Neil Lane, as one does <laughs> when you're doing The Bachelorette in the middle of COVID. Neil Lane, Incredible. I guess, like, sends a uh, messenger with a ring. Um, <laughs> Claire puts on another hideous dress. Uh, oh, my with gosh. A this dress is so bad. The slit, like, goes up, up to her thigh. And she does this yeah. little, and like, then there's, like, a weird, the like... <laughs> she, like, and checks just... herself out in the mirror and does, like, this little, like, hip tuck. I'm like, Claire, you're on camera. <laughs> we can see you. Oh, my yeah, god! Some of her choices are just, like, I do not understand. Like, where did she learn this behavior? Like, where, what is she, like, even the way that she just talks to Dale is, like, She's like playing a part. Like I do not understand her. She she coos. She like so strange. Coos at him. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. And she's like using her lips a lot, mm. her tongue a lot. It's very gross. It's very. I really gross. don't like it. So they have <laughs> a courtyard rendezvous. She says all these things to him about how he reminds her of her dad, James Potter. And <laughs> it's like long, it's a long monologue at him. And in response, he's like, yeah, cool. I'm glad you like me. Like you like your dad. Do you want to get married? I guess, honestly, it was like okay. so hard to watch. I couldn't really focus on okay, it. Okay. Yes. And so this truly was shocking because she like goes on this long thing. Also like to talk so much about your dad and it's like, is that kind of, it's like a little bit like Oedipus. It's yes. like a little bit of an Oedipus complex, right? Like a little I, Freudian. Yeah, it's like really weird. And then here's what he says. He says, this is special. You have shown me you love me. You would go to the end of the world for me. I want to be strong. I want to be there for you. Um, I think about my mom and she would love you. Um, all she ever wanted was for somebody to love me. He truly, that's literally his whole speech. He did not say one thing that he likes about Claire. Not a no. single thing. I listened to it. I wrote it down. There's not one thing he's like, I love your strong personality. I love, like, I don't know, your terrible dresses. I, he could have said a million things. 
He didn't say one thing about Claire. He just said, <laughs> I know that you love me, and that's enough for me. Which that matters. Very low standard. Oh, man. Oh, so. And then he says, oh, wait, wait. But then he says, so they're, like, engaged, and they do that shot where it's, like, very candid. They're, like, holding champagne. And he, and and he's, like, it's wild, but if you know, you know. He's, like, uh, Claire's, like, yeah, I felt it. And Dale's, like, yeah, and I accepted it. <laughs> this is what he's saying out loud like loud and clear this guy is not into Claire no he can't even lie about it like you're on TV <laughs> you know I feel like most people in that situation oh, would just like man. smile through it and then break up two weeks later whatever he can't even yeah. bring himself to do that it's it's so I hard mean, to watch I'm very curious to know, because I feel like it would be hard to break up in COVID, because, like, what else are you going to do, right? So they'll yeah. stay together during COVID, it feels like, and, I mean, and then we'll see what happens, how long this thing really lasts. I really hope it does last, because I just can't handle any more Claire in my no, life. No, I don't, don't want to see her out. on like, my TV ever again. Get her out of the franchise. Yeah, she, it's so it's so much worse than I ever thought. And we knew Claire pretty well. And I had like, I was hopeful. It turns out so much worse than I could have ever expected. Uh, I also feel like it, during this proposal, I like really missed a regular bachelor season because, or bachelorette, like they were at the La Quinta pool. It was just so bad. It was really so, depressing. It's so sad. It's like when in high school, when in Spanish class, my teacher would turn on like a Disney movie that's in Spanish. And you're like, <laughs> it's almost the movie I know and like, <laughs> but it's not, you know, it's almost like learning, but it's actually not at all. Yeah. So that's fine. Great. Whatever. Good for them. Good riddance. Now, these guys are like, all right, well, that sucks. You know, again, what am I going to do? It's COVID. Go, go back to being sad and alone at home. And they're talking about how they've been shortchanged. And then Chris Harrison is like, hey, guys, guess what? We know you've been cheated. So we have a little bit of a surprise for you. Your journey is not over. And then he says, we understand if any of you feel so attached to Claire that you feel like you can't go on and all of two of them hesitate for a second one is blake who bought the book on dementia and therefore <laughs> like thought that can would this lead apply to, to anyone else the other is jason who went on the therapy date with her oh yeah. i don't know if there was ever an actual hesitation he was just the last to come into the room with a suit and tie oh, right yeah because yeah, they're all I, about to meet left. the new bachelorette Nobody left. Nobody gives it. I shouldn't swear. Nobody cares that Claire is now gone. They're probably relieved. Maybe I'm yeah. projecting. I don't know. Maybe know. some of them were genuinely sad, but I don't think she made their life I a lot easier. I love how Bennett was like, I'm ready. Yeah. Hope like, this one doesn't yeah. make me take my clothes off <laughs> during a game of dodgeball. I hope, I, hope, I hope this one doesn't leave in the middle of our one-on-one -on -one time to go yell at everybody else. Yeah, I hope this one doesn't disappear and make out with a guy for three hours in the middle of what's supposed to be a group date. Didn't I do love hope, that. I do think they have to bring in more guys for Taisha, right? Like, for her to start off with 16 feels unfair. And so I do, I don't think it's, that's out of the realm, realm of possibility. 
Do you think they're going to start the whole season over? Like, we, like number of weeks? Are, are we going to have an extended no. Bachelorette season? I doubt or will it. she just cut out more every episode? I don't know. Good question. I honestly, I mean, like, by this point, I was, like, somewhat uninterested in the whole thing. Like, I'm excited for Tasha, but, like, I don't know. You know, it's, like, I feel like the, all the excitement's, like, over now. We don't know anything about Tasha's season. There was no teaser, except for maybe next week, which is, like, oh, it's, like, some of these guys are, like, still in the Claire, and she's, like, insecure about them being in the Claire, and that's it. Like, where are all the tears? Where is the whatever? Where is yeah. anything? Good point. They had better, in a hurry, pull together this season on The Bachelorette with, like, a whole bunch of drama in it, or people are going to be checked out. Think of all the emotional ups and downs we've been through this year. Like, I can't, I I don't know if I can invest that much time into it. Well, we're definitely going to, so don't even try and pretend. I mean, obviously I will, but... (laughs) Will the average American viewer? I have low expectations. I feel like the excitement is now over and it's like just going to be not a great season. But I do have some Dale trivia. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay. Okay. What does Dale's tattoo say? I'm going to give you multiple choice. Is it A, a quote from scripture, B, a lyric or lyrics from a song, or C, a quote from a movie? A. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like the yeah. one on his chest. You're right. It's a, it's a, it's from Psalms. It's like the Lord is, I don't know if it's the Lord is my shepherd, but it's like something along those lines, which uh, is like Ben Higgins also had a scripture tattooed on his like hit. It reminds me of a guy I went on study abroad with uh, and we went to the beach one day and he took off his shirt and on his back was a giant BYU tattoo. <laughs> That's amazing. Which is, I like that guy. For those who may not be aware, the Mormon prophet at one point discouraged (laughs) everyone from getting tattoos. And upon getting accepted to a Mormon school, this kid went out and got that school's logo tattooed on his body. That's cool. I like that. Good for you. Okay. So, sub question How did I find this out? Was it was on Instagram? And basically the person or whoever wrote this like mini art, I don't know if you could call it an article, but wrote the thing was like, found an Instagram where she could basically zoom in on the tattoo, right? So it's like Mm -hmm. him shirtless, she could zoom in on the tattoo so she could figure out what it said. Was that Instagram post an ad for workout clothing, an ad for um, a gummy product or an ad for beer? I'm going to go with gummy product. It's, you're wrong, it's an ad for beer, and I would love to share with you the, I would love to share with you the caption that goes along with it. He's like, you know, my whole life, I've been under so much stress about how to look and how to be, and what I've realized lately is you just have to sometimes indulge in the things that you want, which is why you should drink a pickle of wine. Like, are you kidding? Dale said that? That's like Dale's post? Dale's. That was Dale's post for Ultra Michelob Light. I mean, good that? for him. Good for him. I know. I mean, I'm sure he's banking. I'm sure he's making a ton of money, so good for him. Okay, ready? He, I'm sure you'll get this one. This was more of a joke, but he's the nephew of a Heisman Trophy winner. What sport is the Heisman giving him? It's football, right? Yes! Okay. <laughs> that would be so embarrassing. I didn't get that. I know. I also, I, that would have made me sweat immediately. Somebody asked me that. 
So his, I guess his uncle played for University of Nebraska. He was the first wide receiver to win a Heisman in 1972. Okay, ready? Cool. He played college football at South Dakota State University. He also played another sport, which one? Baseball? I'm not going to, no, basketball. He played basketball no. for three years, and then his senior year, he played football. Hmm. Okay, how many practice squads did Dale play for in the NFL? I don't, I don't know. What, what does that mean? So, I mean, I'm really not the person to be asking this question, but I think it's like they basically can bring you on before a season or during a season to be on the practice squad, and you're not, like, playing in any of the games, but you play as the team practices. And so unless you get pulled up to, like, the real team, you're not, like, playing in NFL games. Does that make sense? Can you repeat the question? So how many of how many NFL practice squads did he play for? Three. How many? Four, actually. Mm. He played for a few – or he was on the – and these are all, like, a few months stints for each one. It all took place within, like, a year to 18 months. Green Bay Packers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Chicago Bears, and Cal- Carolina Panthers. So did he ever make it on an actual no. NFL team? No, none of these people who are NFL players on The Bachelor have ever actually played on an NFL team. But did you know that Easy was on that Netflix show? What's that Netflix show that was made by the people that made that cheering show? Hard Knocks. He's on oh. Hard Knocks from, like, four or five years ago. Oh, I, I remember hearing that show was good. Yeah, Brandon watches it. I think he likes it, but I've never really seen it. I just, like, if it's not Friday Night Lights, I don't know if I can do a football show. I really, it's just, yeah, I don't care about sports. Me neither. Not like that. <laughs> um, Irene, this is our sports. These are our <laughs> playoffs. These, these are the games that matter. I, I'm excited to talk to you about next week's match. Game. <laughs> Competition. Can't wait. Uh, we'll be back and uh, talk about Tasha. So our schedule is a little weird because this was on Thursday, but we will record after Tasha's episode, which is tonight. You're listening on Tuesday. So we'll be back soon to okay. talk about that. Uh, thanks, thanks so much, Irene.